أعوذ بالله من الشيطان العين الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء وخاتم المرسلين وعلى أهل بيته التجبين الطاهر المعسومين Dear sisters and brothers in Iman السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته What is the purpose of history? And should we preserve historical monuments of the past or not? History, whether good or bad, cannot be erased or forgotten. Almighty Allah in the Quran appeals to us to travel around the world and visit historical sites and remains of past civilizations, not for tourism and enjoyment, rather to reflect and learn a lesson, to see what happened to nations that rejected Allah's Messenger. Basically, there are two types of reactions to historical sites and monuments. If they are associated to people who represented satanic values, tyranny, and injustice, then it is a moment of ibrat, a moment of admonition or warning of what happened in the past so that we do not follow that same path. However, if they are associated to the people who represented divine values, fairness, and justice, then it is a moment of ziyarat, a moment of admiration and praise of their lives and commitment to follow their examples. In chapter 3, verse 137 to 138, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, للمتقين, Surely many events have taken place before you. Therefore, travel around the world. Observe the history of the past and see what was the outcome of those who rejected Allah's messages. This is a clear statement for people and a guidance and an admonition for the pious. End of the quotation. It is interesting to observe that in the Quran, even sites and monuments of evil and unjust individuals are preserved, not to venerate them or worship them, but to seek admonition from them. For example, look at the story of Prophet Musa salam. The villain in that story is the Pharaoh who was the embodiment of rebellion against God and tyranny and oppression against the Israelites whom he had enslaved. After many warnings, Almighty Allah delivered the people of Musa salam to safety. The greatest example of miracle was the parting of the sea. Chapter 10, verse 90 to 92 describes the scene. وَجَاوَزْنَا بِبَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ الْبَحْرِ فَاتَّبَعْهُمْ فِرْعَوْنَ وَجُنُودُهُ بَغْيَنَ وَعَدْوًا We met the children of Israel pass over the sea, and Fir'aun and his armies followed them tyrannically and impetuously. حَتَّى إِذَا أَدْرَكُهُ الْغَرَقُ قَالَ آمَنْتُ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا الَّذِي آمَنَتْ بِهِ بَنُوا إِسْرَائِيلَ وَأَنَا مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ Fir'aun never changed his intention of pursuing them until when the drowning overtook him and death hang, dangled over him. He said, I believe that there is no God but he in whom the children of Israel have believed and I am one of those who submit themselves to you. Al-an waqad qabl wa kunta al-mufsideen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says what? Now you have believed when you have no other choice, whereas before this you had disobeyed and you were one of the mischief makers. فَالْيَوْمْ 
ننجيك ببدنك لتكون لمن خلفك آية and so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says of Fir'aun it is too late now you will surely be put to death but today we shall deliver you your lifeless body only from the sea so that you may be a sign and a warning for those who will come after you وَإِنَّ كَثِيرًا مِنَ النَّاسِ عَنْ آيَاتِنَا لَغَافِلُونَ Nonetheless, many people indeed are heedless of our signs. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself decided to preserve the Pharaoh's body for future generations, not so that they may venerate and worship him, but so that they may learn a lesson and emerge from their heedlessness. Describing the outcome of Pharaoh and his people, Allah says in chapter 44, verses 25 to 29, They left behind so many gardens, springs, fields, noble places, and bounties, wherein they rejoiced. كذلك وأورثنا قوما آخرين فما بكت عليهم السماء والأرض وما كانوا منظرين. And then Allah says, and this is what happened. And we bequeathed all that wealth to another people. So neither the heaven nor the earth wept for them, nor were they granted any respite. Similarly, we see that when Amir al-Mu'minin Ali ibn Abi Talib went to Madain in Iraq and saw the ruins of the Persian Empire, someone recited a couplet about their outcome. Imam Ali said to him, why don't you recite the Quranic verses, referring to the verses from chapter 44. So if you visit the pyramids and the pharaoh mummies of Egypt, remember these verses and ponder upon the lessons they tell. That the wealth and power of this world cannot give you everlasting honor and dignity. It's only your devotion to Allah which can give you that. Remember the examples of our own time, the Shah of Iran. Marcus of the Philippines, Saddam of Iraq, Gaddafi of Libya, and Mubarak of Egypt. Nowadays, when you see monuments or statues of those who were actively involved in slavery in America, there is an initial instinct to destroy them. But perhaps consider an alternative idea. Remove them from public areas that lend them these individuals' importance or reverence, and relocate them to educational centers which educate the public about the atrocities that these personalities carried out. The sentiment behind the desire to destroy them is valid, wanting to remove the reverence wrongfully placed upon them. But you must balance that with preserving history, however unjust it is, and ensure that future generations don't make the same poor choices that these figures did. If I had my own way, all the statues would be relocated to a new facility called the Museum of Shame and Disgrace. When you see such sites and monuments, you should take this opportunity to sharpen your insight. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in chapter 22, verse 46, He says, Have they not traveled around the world so that they may have minds that can understand or ears that can hear, that can hear the past stories? For it is not the eyes that are blind, but blind are the hearts within the chests. When it comes to academic institutions, sports, stadiums, or military bases, named after unjust historical figures, then of course, 
It should be changed entirely. Naming a location after an individual clearly conveys respect for that individual and there is no room left for using it as a warning to the people compared to the example of statues. I shall end here with the last words of Surah Al-Shu'ara, chapter 26, verse 227. Those who acted unjustly shall soon know their final place when the times finally change. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.